Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of... Hi. Right, this is the most miserable conditions that this podcast has been recorded in. I've just seen Tony O'Neill outside the ground and he said in 50 years he's never known it so quiet two hours before kickoff. There's an amber weather warning for floods in Greater Manchester. It's been awful. It's a horrible day. It's raining non-stop. We're going to try and sell United We Stands today, but I just know it's going to be absolutely shit. And it's the Europa League, which is hardly exciting. Although Partizan Belgrade are a great European club, and I did enjoy the first leg in, in Belgrade, and I like football, so I'm hoping Man United play well and win the game. I don't think that'll ever leave me till the, the day that I die. I'm an optimist, and... And the man saying correct is Binzi behind me. How are you feeling about this game? <laughs> You're right. I've never fucking known a night like it in all my life. I think it's going to be bad. People just want to get in, get in, and get off. You look like you're dressed for a polar exhibition. Um, not, not an exhibition. What's the word I'm thinking of? God, maybe I'm not a experience. Man- are- expedition. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in Mancunian. Yeah, we. So kn- you're toughened towards this. Yeah, we knew the weather was coming anyway. I spoke to you last time before the Liverpool game. We yeah. had a good little run after that. That Liverpool was, I thought, was encouraging. Then we had the away wins in Belgrade, uh, at Norwich, and then the best one of all at Chelsea. And then it all seemed to turn to shit again at, at Bournemouth at the weekend. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Well, let's face it. Chelsea put the fucking second team out, right? How he Still can... a good win, that, mate. Yeah, yeah I'm not disputing And a great that. goal. A great, great goal. Well, if Ronaldo had scored, it would have been all over the news. It was all over the news. Yeah, bigger than that, though. Listen, everybody knows what's needed. So, don't... It's upstairs now. I've got to give him the finances. Because for me, Fred and Pereira, not good enough. You know what? I've even... Ashley, Ashley Young... I don't like him, I didn't like him, but I tell you what, at least he fucking tries when he puts the shirt on. I can't take that away from him, you know what I mean? So you but, think the problem's in midfield? Yeah, and we need another striker. We need a Van Nistelrooy, a Van Persie. So, they don't grow on trees, no, they're hard to get. They're not hard to get when, you get when you've got the money to buy you've them. You've got the they? money? Yeah, well, spend it, spend it. That's the only way now to compete, you have to buy the best. If you want to be in the elite, you've got to buy the best. That goes against what the club are trying to do by bringing but, the young but players But times through. have changed, Andy. But times have moved on. Times have I'll, moved I'll on. I'll play devil's advocate here. Um, it hasn't been working what, what the club were doing, buying these big names. Although Zlatan was a big well, striker. Well, I'd like to know well. who's banging them, first of all. Well, who's banging I interviewed them? Ed Woodward in the latest United Week stand and he's adamant that it's a recruitment yeah. process and he plays no part in that. Right, well, whoever's, so I've, I've asked the question, whoever's fucking recruiting them, fire them in the morning because they're fucking useless. Well, the recruitment's been poor. Yeah, it's diabolical, been poor. diabolical. Do you think it was better in the summer with the three lads who came in? Oh, I do. Great buys. Yeah, Brilliant so more buys. of them. Yeah, we need more of them. That's what I'm saying. Give Ollie a chance. A couple of transfer windows. Let's see what he buys. There's been some speculation. I checked it out and the club are denying it completely that of, of a takeover from Saudi Arabia. Is that something that troubles you or, or encourages you? Well, I'd rather have them than the Glazers. Why? Well, 
let's look towards the other side of the city. They've got owners who've pumped billions into the place, but we've got owners who've took billions out. So there you go. That's it. And issues such as human rights, not really a concern to you, being owned by a, a, a country. You're smiling at me now. <laughs> human rights. It only... Forget politics, Andy. This is football. Fucking, oh, it's human rights when it suits them. We do, we do fucking arms deals with them. So forget the you. Don't be coming at me with human rights. I'm a fucking... I'm thick. I'm not educated, but don't talk bollocks to me. You live in um, Ardwick? Yeah. You still live there now? Centre of the universe. Yeah. We've gone a bit posher now. We've moved up to Withington. Have you? Yeah. I'm disgusted. <laughs> I've had it in my head that you're just proper Ardwick all your life. We've got driven out by all them yuppies. It's, it's, it is gentrifying, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, centre of Manchester. I've heard you drink in the Northern Quarter these days. I've heard you, you drink coffee in the Northern Quarter. No, you won't <laughs> catch me in the Northern Quarter. You're training to be a barista. <laughs> What's that, a snooker Some, player? Someone. <laughs> um, so, can we have a prediction for for this evening? United against Partizan Belgrade. And do you think the Europa League is, is worth winning? I do. Of course it is. It gets you into the Champions League. That alone is worth Don't it. Don't think we will win it. But not, not now. Not this year. Not. We won it with Mourinho. That was a good, that was a good run, that. Yep. I like that. And, and we went to good, interesting places. St Etienne would, would never really have gone there in the, in the Champions League. Vigo was fantastic in the semi-final. That was a great game away, Vigo. Good performance from United. Not the same in the return leg at Old Trafford. Uh, Anderlecht, Brussels. But it, I thought it was interesting. And yeah. I thought... Credit to Mourinho, he went for it, he took the gamble and he got it right. Tactically in that final against the young Ajax team, yeah. he, he, he did yeah. everything right there well, in the Stockholm. Only, the only game I've seen Oli get his tactic right was Liverpool. In the first, and in, only in the first half, you know what I mean? don't know what happened in the second half. He went to pieces again. Oh, I was gutted when uh, <laughs> they got that equaliser at the end. We know. Um, Liverpool fans were, were real. Liverpool have got the best team in England at the moment and they're the European champions. And yeah, and we're did, shit did, and we're the only team who's took points off them. But, but yeah, since Everton in, in March, but their fans were impersonating a library that, that day. They, I've never <laughs> seen it away in so quiet. And I know a few lads who were in there. Yeah. What was wrong with you? They don't like coming here, you know that. When That's was... one team that does not like coming here. Um, Belgrade was fine away and the people were good with us but that can be yeah but I think times have changed haven't yeah they? 40 years too late well, for all that we had a mate who started fighting at matches in 1991 and they called him 10 years too late he <laughs> <laughs> was a young 18 year old well, he lad is, isn't he? all the grafters were going hey, there's, there's 10 years too late <laughs> uh, what was the worst year for football violence in your opinion um, if you had to pick a year or oh. a season the old second division was it you go away from home yeah, yeah do you not think if we went down this season I, part of me would love the idea of a season in the second division and going to places yeah, just going to Barnsley where you get 6,000 tickets or Preston where you get 5,500 no we've, we've been there I know, I, I, know. We don't I, I wouldn't do even it say it's wishful thinking because yeah. I don't think it'll happen and... no we won't go down no we no we won't where do you we'll finish uh, fucking 8th or something something Nonsense, some yeah, non entity position. Europa League again, that's the main thing. Well, if we finish sixth, we're going to be in it. But unless we win it. Yeah. Right, I'm going to leave you to it, mate. Thanks All for right, your time. Take it. Um, some of the partisan lads have just walked past us. We're selling United, we stand. Uh, the weather's still uh, terrible. And this young man speaks good English. What's your name? 
my name is Yuga. And you're from Belgrade? I'm from Belgrade, yes. And you've travelled from Belgrade to I'm Manchester? I'm from Belgrade to Manchester, yes. I came here yesterday in, uh, about noon or something like that. Tell me about your journey. My journey is completely cool, you know, and Manchester is completely nice city with uh, nice pubs and good beer. And which I can see in nice girls, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the girls were not bad in Belgrade. If that was one of my observations. Not at all, not at all yeah. Um, it's it a little bit different kind of girls. It's a kind of British girls, you know. Our yeah. girls are Slavic, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the Slavic girls do not have a reputation for being ugly, you know. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, good. Yeah, it's a different... different. We, we had a good time there, so thanks thanks for your, your hospitality. Um, Thank I spoke you. To, I spoke to Zoran Tosic before the game. Zoran Tosic, yeah. He's an ex-Man United yeah. player and he played play from earlier Partizan, then United, and then again, again Partizan right now. Yeah. I'm going to meet him after the game tonight. Uh, really? How many, many, how many fans are you bringing to here? Uh, which I heard, it's about between 500 and 1,000. Was it difficult to get visas to come here? Yes, yes, it's really, really difficult to get a visa because uh, British government asked for us everything uh, for where you work, uh, which kind of work, what is income you're, do you have family or not? Uh, yeah, do you, do you, do you um, have a different, different shit? You was a military or not? You have a war in earlier involved in not? Really? Yeah, 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 it's different. It's really, really, really hard to get the visa. But which I, which I heard from one guy from British Embassy from Belgrade, it's about 90 to 95 percent of uh, people which applied for visa, uh, British government give. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we can say it's okay, but it's hard, you know. You need to all shits from the from, from company or from, from your work and actually your family stuff and, you know, all. You know? The weather in Belgrade two weeks ago was incredibly good for October. It was very warm and, and I apologise that you've had to come to... Yeah, we have, we have yesterday, from yesterday it's rainy, you know, but, you know, it's Britain, you know. And for me, you know, for my next life and other other life and our life, you know, it will be a big, big shame for me, like a football supporter and football fan, uh, if I if I miss this game, you know, in Britain and so Thailand. So how does it mean to you to come yeah, to you play know, Man you United? Yeah, you know, you come here, you come here in the, in the home of the football, you know, and your play your team play for one of the famous teams, not in just in Europe, in the world, you know. And it's you know like a football holiday, you know, for us, you know. You know, last time you played here, you reached the final of the European Cup in 1966. Yeah, yeah, I know the whole story, of course. Yeah, I know the whole story. This is one of the biggest um, uh, moments in our history, you know, when we play against United and after, after that, unfortunately, what's, what, what's, we all we know what happens, yeah. But it was a one-on-one one, one, nice, nice games, you know. I, I went to Belgrade for the derby in 2015 at, at Red Star Stadium. Mm -hmm. I was stunned by the level of violence. The atmosphere was incredible in a good way that I liked it. Has it calmed down a bit or is it still absolute uh, when, hatred? When, when, we, when we have a chance, you know, always is violence. Yeah. Always violence. There's, there's a way of, of, you know, our our way of football supporting, you know, it's violence, you know. <laughs> but uh, in, in I can say in last, for example, two years or something like that, we didn't have some kind of big fights. But earlier it was uh, it was incredible, you know, amazing, you know, with the with the police, with the, with the, uh, with the supporters, uh, other other club, Red Star, you know, and you know, I hate Red Star. I love Partizan and hate Red Star, and uh, like I told you earlier, uh, I support every every team from Europe. When you play against Red Star, for example, I was yesterday, I was so happy because Tottenham uh, won 4-0, you know, and I was more and more and more, you know, I, I wish 5 or 6 or 7, you know, because 
when you humiliate Red Star, it's okay for me. You know? It's like us with Liverpool or Manchester City. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that. You know, uh, maybe probably more, more City than 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 Liverpool. But depends who you ask. Depends. Yeah. yeah. For me, I think Liverpool will be the, the main rivals. Am I allowed to mention Nemanja Vidić? You know, Nemanja Vidić was you know, a Red Star player. But you know, if you are a correct man, you you respect all good guys. You know, doesn't matter. You know, if they're enemies, you can also you respect your enemies. Yeah, and I think it's uh, Nemanja Vidić is one of the the best defender in in history, in in his time. Yeah, in his time and in in that that uh, team with with uh, Sir Alex Ferguson and uh, that defense with with Rio Ferdinand and Nemanja Vidić. It was it was amazing, amazing team. Amazing team of Manchester. How is Serbia now, sort of 25 years after the war? Economically, is it getting better? You know, you know, economy is really shitty. Economy is really shitty, and a lot of people uh, go out, you know, for example, in, in England. There's a brain drain. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Serbian people moving yeah, to Serbian Chicago people, and, and, Serbian and people Munich. Serbian people moving to Munich and in, in Vienna and Austria and Chicago and... You know, lot of people. Yeah, yeah, lot of, of people. Yeah, that's my friend. Yeah, you know? a lot of people. A lot of people uh, come. You know, from from Serbia, coming to Serbia to in, in Europe. You know, yeah. for better life, actually. Yeah. Can I have a prediction finally? You know, I'm I'm always tonight. optimist. You know, when Partizan Belgrade play with with Real Madrid with uh, uh, in in uh, Madrid, you know, uh, against uh, Ronaldo and Beckham and Roberto Carlos, I was I was optimist. You know, and I'm I'm optimist right now, especially because last last game in Belgrade, I didn't see so much from United. I, th- I think a draw I, would have been a fair result. You you played well. Yeah, yeah. I I hope so. You know. Draw at the least, you know, because what, what I see in the Belgrade, Man United didn't play, didn't play good, and this this team of United, it's actually, it's not good. No, it's, yeah, it's not good. It is. I, I I think, for example, if I play for Manchester United, it would be. I felt a big ashamed, you know, for for previous generation, actually, what 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 they doing, you know, right? I like the atmosphere in the stadium. It's an older stadium, but it, it was really good, and you didn't stop singing for for the whole 90 minutes. And the first thing Zoran said to me was, "What did you think? Was it like um, going to Turkey or to South America?" Yeah, and yeah. It, it is like that, you know. Yeah, it's some, this kind of mentality, you know, because we support our team, you know, doesn't matter. We won 5-0 or or 5-0, or, or we 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 lost, you know. We're singing and we try to support as strong as we we, we can do. You know. How's the Serbian league at the moment? Because oh, I, 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 yeah. I went to a game disgusting. with Rad. Rad, I think it was called. Yeah, this, disgusting. You know, you know what? Everything's about the economy. A good economy, you can expect good league. You know, yeah. a shitty economy like Serbian is. You know, we have good players and the players there play all around Europe. It's an area which produces footballers. The whole Balkan area produces, not just footballers, great great sports people, basketball players. Basketball people, tennis players and all, but... So after the partisan lads, I'm just talking to two young United fans. What's your name, mate? Freddie. What's your name? Archie. Uh, How old are you? Seven, six. How do you think United are going to do? Well, I think they're going to score a hat. Someone's going to score a hat-trick. Who's your favourite player? Um, I would say Juan Bazaka. Who's your favourite player? Goals. What have you made of United this season? Mm, they, they're not doing bad, but they've, they've lost 
a couple of games. And you go to school in, in Trafford, not far from, in Sale, not far from here. Are there more United fans or City fans in your class? Um, um, uh, yeah, there's tons of United fans, uh, but most of them City. There's more City? Uh, uh, more yeah, whoa, whoa, I don't that. believe you. Just more United in mine. Right. I mean, more United in mine. Make your mind up. And, uh, Are there any Liverpool fans? Yeah. yeah. There's two. One in mine. There's two in mine. This is a worrying trend in Manchester. I hate Liverpool, the Scousers. I know. They're just stinky. Um, how are you feeling about tonight's game, finally? Um, Who are we playing? Partizan. Um, um, and I think they're going to do well against these yeah, aims. And Partizan are going to do good. Which country are Partizan from? Uh, I don't know. I know, Spain. Not from Spain. Um, Portugal. No. Germany. France. Switzerland. No. France. Serbia. Well done. Oh, All right, boys. Thanks for your time. So after talking to the Partizan fan and the young MUFC Ultras, this young gentleman's just purchased a copy of United We Stand and said that he's travelled to the game from where? San Francisco. You've come to Partizan at home from San Francisco? Yeah, because uh, this is the only time I got off from work. Wow. How often do you come? Is this your first trip? Have you been uh, before? No, I've been here before. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to make it an annual thing. Right now it's like once every three years or so. What's your name? Uh, Deep Kush. And you're from San Francisco originally? Uh, originally from India. Whereabouts in India? Uh, in uh, Near Bombay. Right. Yeah. So I grew up watching uh, United uh, back in India and then I came to the US around a decade ago. And uh, I mean, I've kept following the team since then. And how did you find out about United We Stand podcasts? Are you saying you listen to each of them? Yes, because uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and obviously this is the big United one. And uh, I really like, you know, the reactions that you get from uh, all of the match-going uh, supporters. And, and it's, it's sort of less polished than your, you know, Guardians and all, but it gives you the real, like, supporters' perspective, right? Did you hear the Newcastle one a few weeks ago? That was him <laughs> over oh, there. Oh, I see. I, see. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's had a bit of stick for that. <laughs> but, um, so where do you normally watch United games? Do you go in... Uh, well, with it's, the supporters it's, club in San Fran or you watch no, from home? No, it's too early. It's, it's very, yeah. yeah, especially like the lunchtime kickoffs here. I have to wake up at 4 a.m. to Because you're nine it. hours, aren't you? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the East so Coast. So I used to live in the East Coast uh, for a few years and that was good because I could go into New York and, you know, go to one of the pubs there where a bunch of the supporters used to watch it. But uh, San Francisco is a little harder. And how long are you in Manchester for? Uh, well, I actually just got a day off work. So I, I'm flying two days and uh, I'm only here for today. Just for the game. There we go. How much does this cost you? Uh, I mean, not not too bad. It's like I had some miles, so I just used them to uh, to pop over. Where are you staying in Manchester? Uh, I'm staying near the airport because uh, I have an early morning flight out tomorrow. So you've just come in. You've literally come for yes. parties and at home. Yes. I'm I'm I'm, I'm struggling for words here because. I can see that some people plan months ahead and come for Liverpool at home or Real Madrid at so home. So I tried to get tickets and this was the only one that you could. Uh, I also got tickets to the Spurs game next month. So uh, I've, I've still not decided, but I might come back for that as well. I, th I, I mean, I'll probably come back for that. <laughs> and what are you doing in San Fran? Oh, software engineer. Yeah? yeah? Is that the main employer there? And yes. Silicon Valley? Yeah. 
and uh, well, I don't need to tell me which company you're working for out there because I don't want to get you into, in, in, into trouble because you've not told your boss that you're coming to Manchester. What have you made of United this season? Uh, it's the goal scoring has been shit. Mm. Um, uh, it's, it's I guess that was the problem when they let Lukaku go. Uh, uh, I think uh, if Marshall stays fit, we uh, will probably be okay on the um, you know attacking side. But it's still been like very uneven, right? Um, uh, I, I wish the you know the defense uh, stopped conceding silly goals, though it almost seems like there's a couple of uh, chances from the opposition and they score like some awesome defensive mistake, and that that's a little worrying. Finally, can I have a prediction for tonight, please. Uh, I would love to say 4-0 or 5-0, but we don't score that many goals this season. So probably, I'm hoping I see more than one goal from us, so 2-0. Can I have a picture? Of <laughs> Sorry about just that. about to go into the ground and I've just met two gentlemen who I've seen at the game for many years. What's your name and where are you from? Neil Tate, I'm from Colts, Manchester. David Griffiths, Point in Cheshire. What was your first United game, you two? Well, my first? first away game, I can't remember my first home game. There's 59-60, Anfield. We won 3-1 in the FA Cup. This is brilliant. My mum, my mum clapped me around the ear because I told the scouts to piss off. <laughs> I can remember it well. First game here, we, we lost against Burnley, 4-1. And my uncle brought me, he was a Man City fan. He's still around. And he, he came out of the ground and he said, did you enjoy that? I said, no. And he said, why not? I said... I said, because that, that team in red, that's my team. And I've been a United fan ever since. And that was 59, either 59 or 60, or 60, 61 season. And I remember the old-fashioned stand across there was ended up at the cliff. And they used to go down. Instead of walking down the gangway, down the steps, you used to slide down. And all the dust shot used to shoot up. So that's the popular side before yeah. they built the cantilever yeah. for the 1966 World yeah. Cup. Yeah. 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 You yeah. stood in the middle of the popular side. Yeah, yeah. the tunnel. They always used to run on. As soon as the gates opened, straight from school, up there, everybody went to the favourite place. On United Road, everybody knew everybody. You know, they were that early. They all talked. And as soon as the gates opened, they all scattered to the same place. Who were your favourite players as kids? Oh, me. My, I'm a David Hurd fan. David Erd, the you great look, striker from look, Arsenal. You look at his uh, records, he scored the winner. Then he's uh, underrated. I love Dennis, though, he was fantastic. David ran a garage in Ermston for many yeah, years. Yeah, he did, yeah, he's down now. He yeah. passed away, the poor brother. He did, he did, yeah. he, was a, he was a nice fella. I went to interview him in about 97 and he said, I've not been asked to do an interview for 20 years. Is that right, yeah. And he said, I'm, I'm really pleased because I can show my grandchildren because I think they think I'm lying when I say I used to play for Manchester United. And uh, he, he, was a, he was a major star. Oh, he was, he yeah. Was he was a centre-forward. One of the hardest hits of the ball you'll ever see. And his father played. Yeah, it was Stockport County. I think they played in the same oh, they team. They did? Yeah, they did, yeah, they did years ago, yeah. But they were better team United when they went down. Long before that. And it was rubbish watching them in the 70s. Terrible. But well, at least he was better than this lot. He tried. Even though they were bad, he could tell. Before I talk about the current situation <laughs> and compare it to the old situation, I did start by asking childhood heroes. Who did you like? Uh, Bobby Charlton. Yeah. And then... When he came along, George Best, uh, brilliant, brilliant player. 
Yeah, seen him in the youth team. He was fantastic. Then I couldn't believe what we've seen. What's the greatest moment you've had watching Manchester United? What for the youth team? No. In all your time, in over half a century of. Oh, there's many of them. There are many away matches. Some great free all draws. Gunnison Park free all for the Tuesday night. No, we're winning two nil. Alex Young's scored a couple. At the end of the game, a woman spit in my face. That was very entertaining. Well, I think, I think the, best, the best moment I had was when we went to Norwich in the court. There's hundreds of memories, I could say, but the best, one of the best memories was when we, when we went to Norwich on a Monday night in the court and we beat them 3-1. And we were under pressure. Michael gave the ball to Kinchelski. I remember that went game. Down. He went down, he went down and scored a goal. Brilliant times they were. That was, um, that was 93, I think. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. on the way to the and, league. Uh, it was one of the best performances ever. Yeah. And, uh, and I agree with you, I feel privileged to have been there with you saying it's yeah. one of yeah. the greatest. Another... We, we were on row one. Yeah. And we were we were bowing. I don't know why. We were bowing to Brian Robson. Yeah. Yeah. My mate was bowing more than me, but he was on Sky for ages just bowing towards Brian Robson. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was a, Ince was fantastic that night. Yeah. Remember? Because yeah. uh, yeah. Norwich were going for the league, weren't well, they? Mark With Robin, Villa. Mark Robin scored for them. Ex-United yeah. player. Oh, that was that. the year Norwich beat Bayern Munich away. That's what would your low points... Being oh, in all the I time think, was relegation in '74 yeah. as bad as when Denny Swore back healed it and he, he he turned round walked and went off and that I was it. Admit, they deserved to go down. They were bad, yeah. but they couldn't score, could they? No, the goalkeeper's top scorer stepped at one time. You I was I mean? a bit worried a few weeks ago. When they come back up, there were similarities with this season because we couldn't score. They couldn't score in a brothel, is not? No. Um, Pardon the expression. <laughs> I think it's fair comment. Yeah. If, if you go two months without scoring more than one goal, then. Well, let's just say that team tonight, A AZ, have won 5 0. That's that team we beat 1 0 here. So the atmosphere is building actually in the last, yeah. last few minutes. What do you make of Manchester United in November 2019? Is Ollie the man? Well, I was watching his finger last night, his press conference. I think it's a bit too soft. He says they've got a bunch of good lads and uh, Ashley Young was saying the same. I thought, nah, no. no. Maybe a good lad on there, but not on the pitch. They're not good enough. At least six of them are not good enough. Carrying them. Who'd you like? Did you like the summer signings? I like the summer. The three of them. Uh, James is a breath, breath, fresh air. Fantastic. Like the old Stevie Copple, isn't he? He was great, Stevie Copple. He was my childhood hero. It was he, really? Yeah, I loved him. <laughs> Very good. I loved him because... Uh, He's a wing. I thought he was really cool. And um, he played every single week. I think he played 250 consecutive games. Yeah. But um, I remember once being about 10 and saying to my mum's mate who cut my hair, can I have my hair like Steve Copples? And yeah. Barry Sheen, the motorcyclist. I don't know why I like <laughs> Barry Sheen, the motorcyclist. I don't well, even he, like he motorcycles. Was a, he was a superstar then, Barry Sheen. Right. He, he broke every bone in his body, practically. Didn't he? What Jamaican you night now? I don't really know. I don't know what to think. I think this, what they've done is they've got the young kids coming through, but they, they, they let Lukaku go to Italy, but he's not got a replacement for him. There's an old-fashioned centre forward, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. The old-fashioned, you don't play so, him anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been brought up on 11 against 11, 
and there was none of this. Two wingers. Two wingers. Five forwards, three half-backs, two full-backs, and everybody attacked. And United, they seemed to... They scored goals, they conceded them, and they scored goals. And we used to win more matches doing it that way. Well, you look at Lukaku, he scored 23 goals for Everton. They had two wingers. Yeah. They supplied him. Yeah. Come yeah. here. He's on his own, up yeah. front. He did, he did hint at that. He did... Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, he said that before the PSG home game last year. That, yeah, it's common sense, isn't yeah. it? I'm not getting the service. Football's an easy game. Get down the wing, cross the bloody finger, into the net, bang. Yeah, yeah. Today it's all methods and slow from the back, God yeah. knows what. It's quite boring, actually. Come here, force of habit, Charles. <laughs> but you still come. Oh, yeah. I think I'll, I think I'll be coming on soon. I can't come anymore. How old are you now, if that's not a rude question? I'm nearly 62, uh, 72, sorry. Nearly I'm 69 this, this month. I've been coming here since 1959-60 season. And well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't actually come before Munich uh, because I was only eight at the time. And my, my uncle, he used to take me one week here, next week main role, because he was a City fan. And we got to the stage where we... I come, I come against Prussia Dorman in 68. No, 58. Yeah. Brother took me. Yeah, when I was a kid. I can remember the West Brom replay and all. We beat them on nil. Webster scored in the last minute. I thank you for your time. It's been a joy talking to you both. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Manchester United 3, Partizan Belgrade 0. It's not often that we get these scorelines, so we might as well enjoy it. The rain stopped and leaving Old Trafford now. It's an hour after final whistle and just walking underneath the Stratford end where some work's been doing done to improve the facilities at the back of the stand, some of the disabled facilities, so there's some investment going in to Old Trafford with new lift shafts going in there. And I've just asked Ollie Gunner about his free strikers all scoring and his opinion on that, so you can hear that in a second. Uh, I also asked him about Juan Mata and he was pretty upbeat as he might well be after winning a game like that. So we'll listen to him. And after that, the lads who've been selling the mag in pretty shit conditions, to be honest. Uh, they'll speak a little bit. I'm absolutely goosed. I need to go to bed. I woke up this morning in Lisbon. And uh, I've not had enough sleep for three days, so I'm going to pass you over to the main man. And then on to the lads who are selling the fanzine. We will sell the fanzine. We came to Brighton on Sunday. And I think that's the last time we're selling this issue. And I'm talking absolute garbage. But what else can I say about tonight? Yeah, the noise, I thought the atmosphere was pretty good actually. I thought the, um, the red army were loud. Behind the Union flag. The corner of Stratford End. to it as well. Uh, Rocco played well. He's doing all right. I like him. I just stay. I think he offers something that he should be starting um, Thirteen all the time. But he could play centre half compared to the left. And he's got a good, good heart. And I know he trains very, very competitively. 
that's a bad thing. Anyway, here's Mr. Solskjaer. You've three strikers to score tonight. How do you wait for performances? Very happy with... Uh, that was the reason we, we played the three of them as well. We felt we could, uh, if we played a strong team, uh, create chances, and we need the players out there to take them. And uh, very pleased with, uh, with all those finishes. Great. All three goals were... High class. Of course, we should, should have had quite a few more as well. Uh, but uh, the first one settled us down, I think. Amazing, great uh, composure. Uh, keeper's going early, so it just changes his mind. So, very happy with that one. Antos, you can, that was probably the skill of the night, uh, that goal. And Marcus, I'm very pleased that he scores with his left foot. Because that's, that could He'll need more goals with his left foot because he comes in that position quite often so he can go both inside and outside with the fullback. So I'm, I was very pleased with that. But Marcus could have had five or six tonight, didn't he? Yeah, he, uh, he got in some great positions. I thought he made some great runs. There were some good passes as well to play him through. And then the finish, uh, the keeper made a couple of saves and sometimes he, he didn't hit the target. So, But I think the, the goal he scored will give him loads of confidence. The fact that there's a long trip to Kazakhstan yeah. uh, in the next game. Was that in the back of your head when you, you obviously uh, fielded a, a, quite a strong team here, even though you said that a lot of players had sort of played a lot lately? Yeah. Was that in the back of your head then? Yeah, definitely. We want to get through as quick as we can. And that long trip to, uh, to Kazakhstan uh, is not one that you feel or want to travel to. to. We have to win, we have to win. Might be a possibility to rest a few uh, for that trip now, and then we'll be ready for a tough week after that game. So you've got Villa, Spurs, and City uh, in a week. So oh, that, that was important. When your team play with that attacking fluency and that yeah. power, how is it not frustrating for you that you can't do that on a consistent basis? And is that a challenge for you now to, to, to do that? To this is a little bit of a template on how we want to play, definitely. But of course, it's the opposition that allow you to play this way as well. We, no disrespect to Pakistan, um, but they gave us spaces. Of course, after we scored the first goal, they went forward. Um, but that was pleasing for me that we went forward uh, and needed the second and the third, because too many times we've been warming up and haven't gone for the second, or haven't got the second. So. Um, but it's learning, these boys are learning. Uh, tonight we'll give them loads of uh, pointers on how to play, uh, how do we play when we're performing well. And uh, even though, as I said, their position is uh, not the same as in the Premier League, it was still um, good principles. How's Scott? Uh, I don't know. Uh, didn't look too good. So he said he was going to be okay out on the pitch that I'll be fine, I'll be fine because he's tough, but then he had to come off, so, um, but uh, I hope he'll recover for Sunday, I'm, I'm not sure. What was it? Uh, inside of his ankle, uh, I think he went over on his ankle. You're impressed with the way you defended as well, you marked real well in particular, I haven't had that many chances, but every time that he seems to have done a he's, yeah, job. Uh, it's not, not funny that you mention him, but I thought he was excellent tonight. I think he's been excellent since we started pre-season. I think he's played more than he maybe expected. Um, that's why he's still here. And he's a, a top quality um, footballer. He's a winner, good mentality. He can pass, uh, he can defend. It's now about keeping him fit 
and he's been fit now for a long, long time. And you can see um, these qualities. What did seem a little bit of talk in some of the possibly he was one that, that could move, but I presume the way you're talking about him there that in January he's going to stay. And you know, uh, he's got such a big heart and such a passion for football, and he's a winner. And to have him around when he's fit and uh, in a good good mood, good form has been uh, has been great for us. And the boys love him, and uh, he spreads uh, fear sometimes in training because he tackles properly. He's one of the the ones who really, really, really. Uh, Care about this game. With, with him and Maguire, they swapped over in, in the centre backs. Could you see that going forward in the Premier League? Yeah, it can be. Uh, of course, I couldn't play uh, Harry on the left and Marcus on the right today. Victor was injured, so um, he, was, uh, he was there for, uh, for Marcus. Axel obviously was injured, so I think he's taken his opportunities every time he's played. Did it against Liverpool, fantastic. Wasn't happy he didn't play against Bournemouth, of course, but uh, he played well tonight. In terms of Mason as well, I'm sorry, I should have put him in for next bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. can yeah. we move on to Brighton then? Um, Embargo until tomorrow, 10 a.m. Okay. Mason, you look at a team like, like Mason, he's doing so well. Yeah. Um, you say you want, to, you want to be careful with him, but you know, it's three goals in, in four starts. I mean, you think someone like Erling Haaland, who's what, 19, doing what he's doing in the Champions League. Yeah. Are you not tempted just to say, right, Mason, go out? Yeah, of, of course, Mason is going to have a very good career, but it's, uh, sometimes uh, it's not um, the right time to play him. Sometimes he knows why he hasn't played uh, as much. Uh, he's, we're, we're taking our time with him. Uh, of course, it's, it's been a difficult period. Anthony's been away, but to put the, all the weight on his shoulder wasn't, wasn't right either. I think we're finding the right balance between playing him and resting him and training him. He needs he needs to learn the man's game. He needs to learn now because he's gone up from the under 18s last year. I was training with uh, with the first team every day and you can't just um, turn that switch on and off. You've got to perform every day uh, if you're going to be accepted in a group like this. He's the best option on the right. He is uh, definitely the one option on the right. Definitely. Uh, of course, uh, I rested down tonight because uh, he's played too much football for my liking. So uh, maybe Mason hasn't played enough, but um, I think uh, we'll see a top top player there one day. Is the is the benefit of having the squad that you did and allowing Lukaku and Sanchez to go the development that Mason is experiencing this year, and it's something that you might not get the full benefit of for another two or three years, which is difficult for a manager like you. When You've been assessed on results now. Yeah, of course you get. You always get assessed on results now. But the, the DNA of this club, and it's always been in our um, uh, philosophy and my philosophy to give young players with the right attitude a chance. And if that takes uh, a couple of years for him to really, really uh, come through, it's worth it for us. Because I'm managing for Man United. I'm not managing for me. I'm managing the best way I think we can get the best out of Mason. When Anthony was injured, were you conscious of not starting him in case it put more pressure on him? No, not, not really. Uh, if it really um, uh, stamped his authority in training every single day and been the best option, he would have played every game. 
but uh, uh, as a young boy you expect ups and downs and he's had some downs and uh, I think he's on his way up again. I know you have Brandon Williams back tonight you've actually had to spend it the weekend is, is he likely to come in and start that game or is, is Marcus an option as well given how well you play tonight? Yeah, there's, there's options I'm not going to give the team now so uh, <laughs> just uh, but uh, it was a Actually suspended. Uh, we need. I, I felt we needed a strong, strong team tonight. Experienced team. Just, uh, we just wanted to win. Uh, win. Good Mason, how, how did he respond to them going back to the twenty-one minute release and Macron trophy, and then obviously Macron was good back tonight. Were you pleased with how he came through that period? Yeah, and he, he scored a goal. He scored a winner in that game against uh, Doncaster, which uh, always gives players confidence. That was more important for him play that full game, 90 minutes, to be ready for these games instead of being on the bench for us the day after against uh, Chelsea. I think you've, you've won more cup games than you have going to the Premier League, you'll know that. Is it, it's the next few... <laughs> and if, yeah. it's the next and if few you didn't, you do now. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. But is the next few weeks a chance to change that statistic around? We hope so, but uh, I don't want to uh, stop winning in cups because, uh, of course, we've spoken about that before. Uh, the trophy, uh, the Premier League trophy is out of our reach, uh, we're too far behind the top uh, teams, but uh, any, any trophy you can get your hands on, we, we're going to go for, but we need to improve our uh, league form, definitely. Mason's finishing is what stands out, really, yeah. uh, reminds of, of Van Persie sometimes. Uh, definitely. As, as a finishing expert, how impressed are you, and how can you describe that quality, because it seems quite extreme? Uh, well, uh, he is very composed as well when he's finishing. It's just what he does. It's natural for him. And uh, right foot, left foot, I don't think he still knows which is the best one, which is very difficult for defenders to defend against. So uh, he's doing his finishing practices. You can, I, I can see it every day. Uh, but the good thing is he can do it at Old Trafford in front of um, a full crowd here or 62,000 tonight, though. He doesn't. He doesn't get faced by uh, the uh, the occasion, so he's still composed. So if that's a game with his mates in the park or uh, a cup final, he'll finish the same. Or the Premier League, maybe. Or Premier League, hopefully. Just, just a question on Brighton. Yeah. I've not mentioned them yet. Yeah. Uh, how different are they in terms of a threat they pose this season? Because they are playing different football to what they played over the last couple. Of years. You know, we played Brighton quite early when I came in last year as well, and I thought the game was a really good game. I thought they. Uh, Extension. Uh, 
I spoke to him about uh, he's not going to play every game. He's going to be very, very important in reshaping the culture of the group, uh, of the team, and he'll play. But he'll play his share of games. He played. He's played in the Premier League. He's played in the Pentecost Cup. Obviously, one is the type of player who needs movement around him, and uh, well, he got that tonight. And I, I thought he saw at times uh, a better one uh, and the way he really used him. Sometimes you do get that with uh, with a young team uh, that we have, uh, and we've suffered from injuries, which has, has made it even younger. And then uh, we've today as well was one of them. After 60 minutes, you can feel your boots here really. But then last half an hour was sloppy, so we've, we're still not consistent enough in our performances from game to game or within the games. But that will come. It, it keeps improving, uh, and I, I think. We are, when we get through this, uh, the boys will have learned a lot.